0: How's everybody? How I many of y'all make notes right before you stand up here to go to class and start thinking of all these other things you want to say and try to tie them into your lesson? So if I go off on a rampage, it's because I was writing down stuff over here. But Anyways, tonight we're going to be talking about the unforgiving servant. Uh, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 18 and we're going to be in 21 through 35 um, last week we had a good lesson on Daniel and kind of his journey with prayer and how it played a part in his life um, and others in his life. And Today, um, whenever I saw this topic, I thought, how can a parable about an unforgiving servant have anything to do about prayer life and Jesus and the prayer life of Jesus? How in the world does that tie in with each other? Um, and then Hiram kind of gave me a wake-up call and I thought, well, duh, everything ties into Jesus and in prayer and everything about our life ties into that. Um, And that's what the parables are for. They give us real life examples. And we'll get into that here in a little bit as well. Um, So a key part of our prayer life is asking God for forgiveness. Um, I don't know about you all, but almost every prayer that I have is at some point asking God to forgive me for some sin that I've committed, um, something going on in my life that I've done wrong. So every bit of our life, our prayer life, has to do with asking for forgiveness. And that's kind of where this comes into play. Um, But if we want forgiveness and we want to be forgiven of our sins, we've got to forgive others of the the sins that they've committed against us as well or things that we hold against them. Uh, Not only do we have to ask for forgiveness, but we have to forgive them. So we have to have the right heart when we go to God asking Him to forgive us. We've got to have the right heart towards others um, and Give them forgiveness as well. So how often will God forgive us if we ask him? Do we have scripture to back it up? How often? Every time. Every time. Um, Hebrews 8.12, Micah 7.18, Psalms 103, Isaiah 43. All of these talk about how many times and how God will forgive us if we'll ask him. Uh, God never gets tired of forgiving us when we ask him to do so. Um, I use my kids and my family, as an example, I love them. So as many times as they come to me and ask for forgiveness or do something wrong, I still love them. I'm always going to forgive them. Um, that's just part of loving someone, and God loves us even more than we could ever imagine. So he's going to forgive us every time that we ask him. Um, so if we understand the importance of being forgiven, then, and we ask for it every day, then why is it so hard for us to forgive others sometimes? Is it hard for us? What's your thoughts? Why is it so hard? Okay. Elaborate on that. What do you mean by that now? Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. (laughs) Uh And we'll get into that too. We have to put ourselves in their shoes and realize that we're no better than them. As we talked a few weeks ago, we have to know that they sin, we sin, we all sin. So put ourselves in their shoes and and have some, um, I don't know what you call it. I, I know what you're trying to say, though. Anybody else? Yes. You know, when it's in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. And that creates a shame. hurt mm-hmm. right. right. and of Right. Right. It stays with you for a while. It does. And that's one of my things here, hold grudges and frustrations with those people that did wrong us. Um, and it makes it hard to, to get over those. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that's true. And we're going to get into one of those things. Uh, we forgive, but I won't ever forget it. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, too. Um, and that plays into kind of our Christian life as well. Yeah, we forgive them, but did we forget it? And did it we have we moved on? And we'll talk about that some as well. Anybody else before we move on? All right, let's go ahead and turn to Matthew 18:21 to 35, and if I can get somebody to read that whole parable there, and then we'll start from there. 21 to th- end of the chapter there. Now him same, fellow who <coughs> him a All right, thank you, Deborah. Okay, so starting out here, how many of y'all have forgiven somebody seven times for probably the same sin or a similar sin? How many times have y'all done that? Seven times. I mean, by the seventh time, I'm done with them. I mean, and I, I hate to be like that, but that's kind of the human nature. If they've done it to you seven times in a row, what's the old saying? Shame, do fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me type thing. And I, that's our attitude. But Peter, he felt like he was being pretty generous here with seven times. I mean, that's, that's quite a bit. But Jesus says 70 times seven. So what's he mean by that? Don't keep account. count. Don't keep account. count. Um, For as long as people are seeking forgiveness, as long as they come to you and say, please forgive me, I'm sorry, forgive them. And that's what he's saying here. There is no limit to the amount of times. And the reason that is is because there's no limit how many times God will forgive us. Um, And he expects the same from us as he gives to us. And that's what they're saying right here. So not just seven times, 70 times seven. As many times as that brother or sister comes to you, forgive them because that's what God does for us. Um, then it goes into here how the first part of this parable is talking about how much this servant was forgiven. Um, I did some research there, and it talks about the 10,000 talents. That equals to about 200,000 days of wages. That's a lot. It's something he could never repay, something that's so great that we can't even fathom how much that is. Um, we can never pay that back, and that's kind of like us with our sins. As we know, we could never pay for our salvation i mean that's something that's a gift from god and something because he loves us and i think this parable helps us to understand that because these parables put things in real life situations it puts things things that we can understand and grasp and sometimes it's hard to truly understand the lesson of forgiveness um, until we put them into these parables and that's why jesus does this so i don't know about you all but i'm in debt. Y'all probably in debt. Some of y'all's in debt. Some of you probably, I mean, some of y'all's probably not, but but I am. (laughs) Um, if somebody came up to me, and it's a struggle. I mean it is a struggle. It's a struggle for all of us. Um, the worry, the anxiety, the the struggle that it is daily when you owe something, that's hard. And if somebody came in and forgave all of my debt and said it's wiped clean, I don't know how to describe that happiness that I would have. Um, And I think that's why he uses this example here, because as humans, we can grasp owing a lot of money or owing something to someone to where it's kind of hard to grasp the forgiveness of sins in some way, Uh, especially to a new Christian, someone that's trying to understand what salvation is all about. Uh, This is a good way to teach that in real life, things that we go through each and every day and as far as debt. But when we think about eternity I mean, we've got the chance here to have everything wiped away. Um, All the wrong that we've done and can spend eternity in paradise. So how happy should that make us? We should be wanting to share that with everyone because we can share that and everyone can have that debt wiped clean. Uh, Right. That's true. Something they could never do. Right. That's true. That's true, I never thought about that. Um, also there in verse 25 when it says, but he was unable to pay, it says, Master commanded that he, he be sold, his wife be sold, his children, and all that he had, and that payment be made. Basically, sin costs us everything. If we don't have the forgiveness, the, the grace that God provides, um, we lose everything. Everything here on earth, and everything in eternity. Um, I think that's very important to remember that, that God's grace and forgiveness is what gets us to that and forgives us of everything. Um, and we can pray with confidence that God will forgive us when we ask. Daniel 9-9 talks about that. Psalm 65 talks about it. Um, but a key part to our forgiveness, and I think we don't think about this real often when we ask for it, is have we forgiven others as well? Have we settled all these forgiveness to our brothers before we come to God um, to ask for forgiveness. Do you ever think about that? Do you try to forgive others and forget before you go to prayer, in prayer asking God to forgive you for something? I usually don't think about it. I know that's a, uh, we should, I think we should think about others that have wronged us and what our hearts are like towards them when we go to God in prayer. And I think that's part of what this parable is talking about. Um, Verse 31 there, when we read it, let's see. So when his fellow servants saw what he had done, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that he had done. Uh, That one sticks out to me a lot because others saw what he was doing. Um, others saw how he reacted whenever he was forgiven this great debt that he could never repay by, his, by the Master's grace and then they saw how he reacted to others and I think people see that as well and they know we're Christians they know that hey we've been forgiven a great debt um, or they should know that if they know anything about us and how do we react towards others how do we treat others and I think that's I mean everything in the scriptures for a reason and when it says his fellow servants saw this, and I think God, Jesus, is trying to tell us here that people watch us. People see how we react to others around us. Um, mm-hmm. That's true. Right. And right back to the same thing about owing people. Whenever you have a grudge against somebody or a struggle that you're trying to get over with somebody, as Dave was talking in his devotional tonight about the storms of life and all the things that we face, um, whenever I forgive somebody and I can take that off of my plate and say, you know what, I'm good with that, that releases a burden off of me. It also helps me to feel better about that relationship or I've moved on. I've gotten over it. Hey, let's move on and get on with life. There's enough battles out there that we can't control in life, enough struggles. But forgiving somebody, we can control that one. We can say, I forgive you and move on. Um, And that's where we need to be as Christians is to be able to do that. So why didn't he forgive his servant, the one that, that owed him so little, why didn't he forgive him after he had just saw how great the grace made him feel and he got to keep his wife, his kids, he got to keep everything. And then he goes, so why didn't he forgive this person? What's your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. He knew his heart. <laughs> Anybody else? I think he forgot. How often do we forget? Not only, yes, his heart was probably in the wrong place, but how often do we get something wiped clean or something forgiven or get through one struggle, just like the Israelites? And as Christians, we sin daily. We but I feel like he almost forgot how great of a debt he was forgiven, and he moved on, and now let me go out here and do this. And it's because his heart probably was not in the right place, but how often do we do that? Whenever we ask for forgiveness, got through that struggle, we've moved on, and then we're right back into something else. How often do we forget about what we've been given and the forgiveness that we've got? Um, and I feel like that could be part of it. I think he may have just kind of forgot how great of a gift it was. Um, one thing we need to remember there, like in verse 35, God's going to treat us like we treat others. Um, it also talks about it in Matthew 7:12. I'm going to read that real quick. Matthew seven twelve. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law of the prophets. And then it talks about, so my heavenly Father also will do unto each of you from his heart, will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. And that's just what you were talking about there. We can say we forgive them, but if our heart's not right and we're not truly forgiving them, God knows our heart and God will repay that uh, one day on how we treat others. Anybody got any comments or questions about that? Right. We can't ever forget how great a debt we have been forgiven, and not only from God and Jesus, but what have others in our lives, what have other people that that's in our lives, helped us with, forgiven us of something stupid we did. Um, I don't know about you all, but I make a lot of mistakes. And have for years growing up. And a lot of people have forgiven me and said, I still love you. You're still my son, my friend, my whatever. Um, and, and that's what God's done for us. So, we're not only with what God has forgiven us, but what has people in, in our lives done f- to forgive us. And we need to never forget that. Um, some more examples in scripture of forgiveness Jesus on the cross. That's a big one. Um, in Luke 23 32 through 34, He says, forgive them for they know not what they do. So why did Jesus forgive the people that cursed him on the cross? How could he do that? Of all the things going on in his mind and all the things happening to him, what did he do? He forgave that person there on the cross that cursed him, um, forgave the people that were cursing him while he was on the cross. Um, It'd be hard for me to do, but he understood the importance of that and not having that hate or that whatever in his heart um right before he died when he was going to see his father because he understood the the nature of that and why it was so important Uh, stephen was also one as he was dying there in acts chapter seven he said lord do not charge them with this sin Um, he forgave him when he was dying sitting there getting stoned Um, and he did that because he was following jesus example the same thing jesus had done and that's what that's what we should do as well. Forgive everyone, no matter our circumstances, no matter what situation we're in or what they've done to us. Forgive them, Um, for they either know not what they do or it doesn't matter. We still need to forgive them, even if they do. Also, David in Psalm 51, um, he was forgiven for his sin with Bathsheba and the prayer that he prayed uh, there in 51 uh, Manasseh when he was the wicked king. He prayed and asked for forgiveness. God forgave him. If we'll ask for it, and our hearts are truly the way they should be, and we're following what God asks, um, He will forgive us. He's promised that He has. So how truly do we forgive, sorry, how truly to forgive when you don't want to? How should we do that? What are some ways that you don't really want to forgive that person, you don't want to get over it, but you know you should? What's some ways we can do that? If you're like me, a lot of times I don't want to forgive that person. I don't want to get over that. I'm still mad about it. I'm still upset about it. Um, that's not the right way to do it. So what can we do as Christians, as fellow brother and sisters? How can we help ourselves, help others to to get past that and to move on and to be stronger? Pray and ask God to, i put here, soften their, your heart. Um, I think asking God to to make you more compassionate, to make you more loving, you can pray for them. That's true. Yeah. A lot of times, by the time you lay down at bed and sleep through the night, you've made up the awful story. It could make a good movie by the time you wake up in the morning on something and they didn't even know what happened. That's true. Anything else? I think one of them, Like we talked earlier, remember that you've wronged others before too. You've done probably the exact same thing at some point. Um, So we need to remember that whenever we're trying to forgive others. um, Put yourself in their shoes as we were talking earlier today. Galatians 6, 1 and 2 talks about that. Um, See where they're coming from and realize that, hey, they're not the only ones there. You've done the same thing. Um, And realize that in order, we need God to forgive us. And in order for that to happen, we need to forgive others. We need to have that that same heart that God wants us to um, in order to forgive others. And the biggest one to me, remember that we're all brethren. We're all one family. We're all trying our best to get to heaven together and working towards that same goal. And we don't need that that strife, that struggle with each other. So to remember that we're all brothers and sisters trying to do the same thing. But right that's true anybody else all right so i've got some questions here some of them kind of overlap but these are going to have to get us through 15 minutes of discussion so i hope y'all are ready to talk um do we have to wait for people to ask forgiveness before we give it to them okay why okay that's true. That's the whole point of all this. If we don't forgive, we can't be forgiven. Um, treat others as you'd like to be treated. That's true. Um, should we go tell them we have forgiven them? If we have truly forgiven them, even if they don't ask for it, should we go to them just to know, like let them know that we have forgiven them? Or should we just know in our hearts? That's true. Right. Right. It makes me feel a lot better knowing that I have overcome that, that anger towards that person. Uh, regardless of if they know about it, they meant to do it, whatever. Um, if I have let that go and I have moved on, it makes me feel a lot better. It's released that burden from me. Jeremy, yep. I think we're often free, right. but we let good be. Right. And that's what the- you know, that's a big thing with me. I love being in control. I hate to say that, and I used to not be that way, I don't think. But anymore, I'd just soon do it myself and let me be in control. And that's a bad way to be because you can't control really anything in this life. But forgiving somebody is something that's in within our control. It is something that we can decide to do. And like you said, then it's not in our heads. It's not something that's in there just bugging us to death. And it's a decision that we can make, and I can control that. And I can say, I forgive you. I've moved on. And, and let it be um, and like dave was saying and made that reference earlier there's enough storms in our life there's enough things that we can't control that's going to bring us down that are going to be struggles so why let that be another one why let that be one that that controls us because that's a big one if if you're like me that's a big one um, when it gets in my head and when i get mad at somebody or i get something that's going wrong in my life and somebody's done it to me that kind of takes precedence over everything else, every other struggle. Um, and that's a big one to let go of that can help us a lot. But and the devil is that. Yep. And, and I'm tired to get you. Right. That's true. So yes. Whether we know it or not like him. Right. Uh, let it go. Right.
1: I remember right.
0: when I was at home myself. <laughs> and I, mean, I literally did. Right. I just say, you know, what, well, realize that we like this. Right. Things are out of our control sometimes. And I think that's like we were talking about in verse 31 there when it says his fellow servants saw what had been done. I think that's why little things like that are put in the Bible to make us realize that people see us. People see how we react. Um, People see how we respond to things and then what we do in response to other people's actions towards us. And I think we need to watch that as Christians to understand that we're trying to set that good example. We're trying to show that we have peace. We have compassion. We have love for everyone, no matter the circumstances. Um, That's a hard one to do sometimes. But like you said, as you get older, um, hopefully I'll get there one day. I don't die before I do, but I'm working on it. And it's hard to have that patience. Right? 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 Let God be their judge and move on. Yeah. Alright, so another big one here that we hear this all the time in our, and we've probably said it ourselves, I know I have. Uh, is it right to say, I forgive you, but I won't forget it? Y'all ever say that? Y'all ever do that? Is that biblical? I forgive you, but I'm not going to forget it? What's your thoughts on that? Kind of arrogant? It is. It, that's true right Yeah. and as christians we can't have that attitude we can't let everything be another lesson to where we don't forget it um when we tell somebody that we forgive them we need to forgive them forgive them and forget it and move on um that's hard to do as humans i think that's the devil working on us as russell was saying it's really hard to yeah you forgive them but you always remember in the back of your head what happened with that person um for years. And you may even, I've got people that I forgave, but I still remember how he treated me back a long time ago. But I like him, but I remember what he did. (laughs) And that's the wrong attitude. That's the wrong, um, and I guess we'll always remember it, but I guess we shouldn't let that determine how we treat that person or how we truly love that person. Um, Because some things you can't forget, I understand that. But we need to have the right heart and truly forgive them and move on and truly love them the way Christ loves all of us, the way God loves all of us. Anybody else got any comments on that one? Forgive and forget. That's what we need to do. Forgive them, forget it, and move on. Um, Another big one here is yeah, somebody say something? Yeah. Okay. Right. (laughs) That's true. I see what you're saying. I mean, and I think that's right back to what our heart feels like as far as, yes, we've truly forgave them. We truly love them. We want the best for them. Don't put them back in that situation because we do love them because that is a struggle of theirs. That's a stumbling block for them. Maybe we don't. We remember that part of it, um, but we still forgive them and and love them and move on from there. And that kind of ties into the next question here. If we forgive someone but keep bringing up their wrong, have we truly forgiven them? How many people know that somebody like that or have done that before? We'll forgive somebody and say, yep, move on. And then they do something wrong or they make us mad and we bring that right back up in their face. I don't know about y'all, but husband and wives probably do that quite a bit. I mean... (laughs) i ain't getting into that that's going what's what though mike green that goes to meddling or goes to preach i don't know but i'm not getting into that part but do we do that as christians do we bring up the past and say we forgave them and we've moved on they do something a little bad to make us mad and we bring it right back up Um, we shouldn't do that that is once we forgive them and we move on from that one, bringing up past sins or past lives. We all have things in our lives that, that we weren't proud of, things that we struggled with. Um, and I guess that's kind of where that needs to go or where that's headed is. Once we have been forgiven by God, we should never bring up past lives or past sins of someone and hold that against them moving forward. And I feel like as Christians we do that some. Right. It is. It is. Um, okay. So how can we be sure that God has forgiven us when we prayed, even if we don't feel forgiven? So if we're praying for forgiveness, how can we feel forgiven? How can we know that we are? Right. That's my biggest one right here and really the only one that I've got is Hebrews 6.18 and Titus 1.2. God doesn't lie, and he's promised to forgive so we can trust him on that Um, if we don't trust him on that part why are we here to start with because God doesn't lie he's promised he's going to forgive us so when we pray and ask for forgiveness uh, we should know that we're forgiven that's true yeah that's true I've never heard it right that's true as soon as you ask for it there's no waiting period yeah got to put myself through some torture and some and that's not how god wants it to be okay so to sum it up praying for forgiveness and praying for the strength to forgive others um, it's a vital part of being a good strong christian and the christian that god wants us to be and it's one of the biggest parts in getting to heaven we need to forgive others we need to pray for strength to do that Um, and we need to to do that daily whenever we're asking to be forgiven Let's ask for the strength and compassion to forgive others and that way we are right in the sight of God and we get to heaven. That's all I got. Thank you all for your questions and your comments.